Jimmy Summer Adventures, we'll do it next year. Yeah, <laughs> next summer. That's <laughs> probably a good idea. Move it all into next summer. Wow, disappointing. The summer episodes. Season seven. Season seven. Season seven. Season seven. Season seven. That's safe, Dagnet. So uh, I'm a. Uh, I don't know if you guys have experienced this personally, but I'm a terrible pocket dialer. I am. I'm bad. one of the, one one of the worst pocket dialers. I'm bad too. in the pocket dialing verse. Mm-hmm. And but I just I this week had the pocket dial of all pocket dials. This is like a pocket dial for the ages. So, Justin, I have a I have a group chat with six golf buddies. Okay. All right. <laughs> and. I talk at FaceTime the group chat. Oh, and oh, wow. I was out for a walk with my dog, and all of a sudden I hear all these guys talking, and I'm like, "What's going on? What's I must put a podcast on in my in my pocket? I must have pocket podcasted or something." Yeah. So I pull it out, and all these guys are talking, and they haven't been they like we've never FaceTimed on our group chat. It's just like smart ass texts, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you watching Charlie Woods, that kind of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But now they're all getting acquainted and they haven't talked in weeks. And now they're, it's like a summer and I created something and I watched them and they're all getting acquainted. And I'm like, how did this start? And they go, I don't know. You guys, you sent it to us. I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, I don't want to talk to you guys. I got to go walk the dog. <laughs> and they texted me later and they talked for an hour. Face to face. You brought this is how I bring them. people together with my ass. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Did they overhear you talking to your dog? Oh, they thought it was, I think they really thought I just wanted to reach out. And because of COVID, they're all stuck at home doing nothing. And so they went and had a little uh, nice hour conversation. So I thought it was a heartwarming, heartwarming way to start our uh, Rubber Boots podcast Christmas special. Yes. I I had something similar, but not really. Um, I don't know if you remember, we had those calls at the beginning of COVID, those group Mm -hmm. calls to find out info in. Uh, And those calls there, we'd be on with a bunch of people and er they would automatically mute everybody. Yes. Uh, and then near the end, we got put onto another call. And as we're waiting for everyone to join, I started heard it, hearing some murmurs. So I just decided to say out loud, hey, is the, are we muted on this call? And the person in charge of it said no. And then in my mind, I rewounded about a minute earlier where I was petting my dog going, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? <laughs> I don't know if Puppy was on that call, but I'm pretty sure you would have remembered that if you were. Yeah, no, I don't remember that one. Well, the uh, we we have a World Junior call once a year. Puffy, were you on that call? No. Uh, Paul Graham, our our, our one of our uh, beloved bosses, mm-hmm. uh, has a big has a big World Junior call. So uh, this year, uh, Ray Ferraro was the uh, the one who had didn't mute himself, right? So <laughs> so he had to be told about two minutes in. But last year, this World Junior call has people from all the countries in the World Juniors. It's not just for the TSN people. It's like for the TV people in Sweden and Russia and Finland and Czechia. By the way, the Czech yeah. Republic is now Czechia, just yeah. so you guys know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we got officially, a, that's what you're calling it? We got a memo to our fonts, though. that we have to call it <laughs> Czechia. Well, can I understand why that really? happens? Uh, because the Czechs decided that they want to be called Czechia. Czechia. Yeah. But shouldn't every other country then decide they want to be called what they're actually called? I, it, it's no different than Zach Parisi. Parise. Uh, after 10 years of career deciding it's going to be now Zach Parisi. No, or- it, it is it is a bit different because those countries actually have a 
Like they <laughs> have a the, proper pronunciation of their own names, but in, but in and the we memo, just bastardized them. <laughs> what I don't understand is why we're making exceptions for certain countries and not everyone. Well, uh, they said that like like Sweden's really the kingdom of Sweden, and they just go by Sweden. So this is their way of shortening their name. That's their, their sort of yeah. Czechia. Czechia. So when you hear me say Czechia on the World Juniors, don't make fun of me. It's what the Czechians, no, the Czechs want. I remember uh, during one of the uh, World Cups, one of the soccer people made a huge deal because he wanted our voice guy to instead of Uruguay say Uruguay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And we refused to do it because then, like, why aren't we saying Brazil? Yeah. Well, we get this problem with the, you know, pronunciation and names. And, you know, Gord, it's funny, Gord Miller, the evolution of Gord Miller. And I don't think Gord would mind me saying this. In the early days of Gord, he just Englishized everything. Mm-hmm. Like he just every single name. But you know, he takes a lot of pride in what he does for the World Juniors, and he's in the Double IHF Hall of Fame. So now he tries to do all the pronunciations uh, the way that the players. And he really should pronounce the name the way the guy tells you he wants it pronounced. It, it's his, yeah, his name. Right. But it, it's a challenge for. And so he'll have names. Uh, uh, Andre Kasha on the Leafs. Everybody says Andre, but it's Andre, and, and Gord says Andre. And so anyway, uh, but he, it's it's a challenge because now Jimmy, you know, Jimmy as the host, he doesn't really study the names as much as Gordo does. But now I have to make sure I get all the all the proper uh, foreign pronunciations. Anyway, where the hell was I? Oh yeah, so this PG call last year, uh, one of the guys, and I don't from Russia or Finland, is is on and. It's video. So you can see if you swipe, you can see everybody. And he's like having eggs in his kitchen and uh, he hasn't muted himself. And but I think he somehow has muted the conversation because he's <laughs> like, hey, uh, uh, you know, Vasali, Vasili, <laughs> you're, you're not on mute. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> anyway, this goes on for about 20 minutes. And they try to get through the call. And finally, I think they just cut the guy off. But uh, uh, make sure you mute yourselves on the calls. Uh, this is uh, the Christmas edition of the Rubber Boots podcast. Uh, Lester is basically running the network today. And yes. we told him we'd get uh, we'd be tight. We told him we'd be tight today. Mm-hmm. Eh, we're not so tight. We're uh, Red Lester's got 12 minutes left in his window, apparently. Mm-hmm. So we better get all the funnies out of the way fast. Uh, why don't we get to... Uh, uh, what do we do first, usually? The week that was? Let's discuss the week that was with James Dunning and the Rebel Boots Podcast Crew. You know what the week that was? was Last week, one week ago, it was exactly one week ago on this podcast that we were surmising what might happen. Uh, with the virus, right? Oh, boy. And just showing you how much time goes by, uh, I surmise this wasn't, I'm not taking credit for anything because I don't think it was a big of a stretch that things were going downhill and we were headed towards trouble in sports. And I think Mm -hmm. we talked about, oh, would there be, you know, would we have no fans in the stands or part fans in the stands? And I think we said, well, we don't think anything's going to get stopped, but we're going to see more cancellations. And here we are a week Mm -hmm. later and the NHL has now officially paused at yeah. least for the Christmas break. Again, it doesn't yeah. feel as bleak as 2019, but it's still no. troublesome. 20, 20, no. 2020. 2020, yeah. Thank you. 19, we were still... M- might get interesting with the cross-border games, though. 2019, when uh, Gemini Man came out. That's true. <laughs> that's, a joke. that's a joke from the future. At this point, I would just like to skip ahead to listener mail, where Jerry Player <laughs> tweets an absolutely worst-run podcast out there, and I love it. 
Oh, that a boy, Jerry. That'll it really is. I was doing a podcast this week uh, for, with a couple of guys from PEI uh, who do listen to the podcast, a couple of young lads. And uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the podcast now, but uh, they had like these beautiful microphones and, you know, they were in their basement and I'm going, we've been running for what, eight, nine seasons now, eight seasons, yep, seven, eight seasons. seasons seven seasons. And, and we got, we got bet safe money. Just, safe I mean, I'm just <laughs> swimming in it. Right. They just, they just, that's what they sent me just in envelopes, a hundred dollar bills. And we haven't, we don't have, we don't have proper microphones yet. So here's the story behind the money. This is the week that was, uh, uh, Brooksy. I guess that's what I'm saying. I sent Brooksy. Brooksy to the, uh, bank yesterday. She had to go out and buy, run some errands. And I said, Brooksy, do you, uh, you get that through your head? You go to the bank and get me a thousand bucks. I got to pay the, the guy who cuts my lawn, Gord, Gord, the lawn guy. Yep. Gord, the lawn guy, like it's winter time now. He wants his freaking money. I don't blame him. He does a fine right. job cut, cutting the uh, compound's lawn. Is he still so, out there? I said, Gord? Is he waiting? <laughs> <laughs> so Brooksy comes back with, uh, you can see here, there's $600. Mm-hmm. I said, Brooksy, I needed $1,000 to pay Gord, the lawn guy. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, I needed the other 400. That's a well, thousand American. Buddy. So, I mean, is that that's a hole or Brooksy? Okay. Well, let, let's put it this way it's not okay. I mean, you ask for thousand dollars, somebody for thousand dollars, and you know she took I mean? 40% like, off the top. The best, is, is, that the best is the only that's... person losing here is your grass guy. Next year, Gord's only going to do 60% of my lawn. He's going to cut it off right around the tree. Yeah, that's it. Not going to use the whippersnapper. Uh, what else in the week that was? Uh, we got to talk about Charlie and Tiger. Charlie I know it, it'll be old oh, by the time people goodness. listen to this. But uh, did you guys all watch? I, I know I was texting you madly on Sunday. I, I did you guys tune the, in? I watched my texts and I felt like I was there. Yeah. Can I, can I, it was, it was can on I during NFL something? football. Come on. Yeah. Break. I was can I tell you something very quickly? I, I, I did not see any live coverage, but I watched the highlights. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say it. I watched the highlights on our network, and I'm thinking, all right, Charlie and Tiger, Charlie and Tiger. And I went to get to the end of the pack, and John Daly in the sun win. <laughs> <laughs> not one shot other than Charlie and no, Tiger. No, no, not at all. All about Charlie and Tiger. Yeah. But it was that, that biggest story, so it's pretty cool. You could have tossed in one shot at like no. John Daly to make it a okay. winning putt there at the end. Maybe. Yeah, the they, they showed him at the end. Yeah. I got to tell you, uh, I love NFL football. I did not switch the television off. Uh, the entire time until it was over to watch because I was so transfixed by this entire thing. Uh, like think about like in some ways, this is one of the sports stories of the year. I don't know if we do the top 10 on TSN, but if you go back to Tiger's accident yeah. in February to, to him actually playing this year. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he's playing absolutely lights out on Sunday. Granted, it's not a major, but you know, he wanted to win for his kid and he was lights out. And he wasn't even the biggest story because his twelve-year-old kid was am- and, amazing. And I kept you. Did you? What you picked up on it later, right? Yeah, you were I picked busy up on, on it later. Yeah, I was watching football, and then I and then I picked up so, on it. Like the the seventeenth hole. Uh, look, Charlie plays from advanced tees. He's twelve years old. Like yeah. uh, he's seventy yards up from the the big men tees. But John Daly was also playing from advanced tees, by the way. Was he? <laughs> Which was is he really? Yeah, because there's there's rules like if you're over fifty five. Certain tees. Gary Player's playing. He's 86 years old. He plays from upper tees. He just putted. So he just putted. It was like, yeah, <laughs> there was four different tee groups. So on 17, though, they all hit from the same tee. It's like 172-yard par three. 
with water looming on the left. And I watched all day. Nobody was close. The tournament was on the line and Charlie sticks it to two and a half feet. Like it's ludicrous. Yeah. But like the announcers were as excited about that shot as yeah. you hear them on majors. Like they, yeah. like they it, were like, it was, it was a great shot. Yeah, I'm not even a huge golf guy, but I'm like, oh my god, what a shot! You know what I mean? But here, here's how pathetic I am. I found myself saying things like this at the television. I'm like, boy, I'm really disappointed in Cameron Kuchar's mid irons today. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Kuchar's <laughs> Matt Kuchar's like 14 year old son. I, I got so wrapped up in this thing. I was at, and I was, and then you find yourself cheering against other guys' kids because you want Tiger and Charlie to win. Like John Daly, too, by the way, he was unbelievable. And it's not John Daly Jr., it's John Daly, too. Yeah. <laughs> he played the second, I like, believe, is he played. <laughs> no, he just, no, it's John Daly, too. Number two, it's John Daly, too. It's like, what was it? Joe Fraser had five kids named. Then was Joe Fraser? No, or Joe was Fraser? George, that's George Foreman. George Foreman. Yeah. George, George one, George two, George three, George yeah, yeah. four, George five. Right. And I think he has John, his daughter, Georgina. John oh, Daly, too. Yeah. But he, when it says John Daly, I, I, that means the second, not two. <laughs> no, you didn't watch the golf. I, I'm, I'm reading John his Daly name. Too. When no. Usually when it says the numerical numbers like that, it means the third, the fourth. Look at you have no right. You watched NFL all day. Dan Hicks kept saying, uh, it's not John Daly the second. It's so you John Daly too. So, Dan did Hicks he tell you know. the moon fact too, by the way? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what segment is that in? <laughs> in many upcoming segments. Let's no, let's get into it. What's the segment? Right now, get to that segment. Right now. Finish this golf talk. Finish, finish, finish the, the golf talk. Ah, I was done. You're fawning over saying. a 14 year old. Go on. Yeah. Twelve. He was twelve. Oh. But uh, we'll, we'll, hold on. Will you agree with me now? Because a year ago, I said that Charlie Woods is going to be the best golfer ever. No and you all scoffed at me. I'm scoffing. Is he going to be the best golfer to ever play the game? No. Nope. Because uh, Rat Chanan Chantanuat will be the Thai 14 year old prodigy from Thailand who's no already playing with adults, finished 15 year full tournament. So is Charlie. He's two years younger. And he's doing he's, it on okay. TV. He's, where's he ranked in the world, Charlie? It doesn't matter. He Ooh, shows boo, boo, up not in the ranked. big money of This guy's in the top oh. 700 at 14. Did you just go really? I can't believe you guys are fighting over 12-year-olds. That's what I'm that's no, I'm, I'm fighting over a 14-year-old. Charlie, Charlie has the stones <laughs> oh, to be a champion. See the swagger that kid has? He's no, that's it's all showmanship. He's going to be nothing. Speaking uh, of swagger, nothing. two points. Okay. Calling in here. What are you, your swagger? Well, no, I'm just saying. I mean, to, to watch them walk together, yeah, it was oh, amazing. Yeah, it's all practice. Yeah, his dad. It's unbelievable. That, 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 like, the, the imitation thing does not in any way impress me. It, it was cute it. when they started doing it, but I have two thoughts. Nothing to the game. I think on a previous season of What You Watching, I recommended a documentary about little golfers called I can't remember what it's called now. Even though about eight people reminded <laughs> me on Twitter. You go on that was the name of the documentary. It's called like it's little, called, like, little, little swingers, little swingers, little swingers. or tiny, oh, tiny players. Oh boy, don't say that in the old Google. Tiny. Oh, the little game, the little guy, the little guy the little game. game, short game. Don't Google that. The short game. Be... The short, short game. game. Uh, the short sorry, game. the the bell block came up. Uh, <laughs> little swingers is not appropriate. Little swingers in, in the short game. In the short game. 
Well, isn't 12 the age of consent? We learned that on Jeopardy. Yeah, we did. Oh, wait, um, more on that later as well. <laughs> See, I'm teasing this entire episode. I'm doing a brilliant job. You're tying it all in. All right. So in Little Swingers, no, what's it called again? The short game. Uh, it, it profiles a bunch of young golfers, like eight, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Yeah. This documentary is about five, six years old. One of the golfers profiled is the Thai kid who's now ranked in the top 700 in the world. Oh, there you go. Uh, so he, so it's worth watching for that sake. Secondly, he, serious thought. Hype. Serious no way he's going to burn out. Puffy, I, like you, would love to see Charlie Wood succeed. It would be a fantastic story. He's my second I favorite hope, golfer. I hope that we can all put our expectations on hold and let no. this kid have a life. No, no way. Puffy, no. Puffy, no. you have put to. Put it on him. Cannot, no, I want to watch them all. You cannot call him a failure. Let him live and grow a little bit. Yeah. If he, no, he won't, like, he won't disappoint loses though. in the first round of the NCAAs in five years. You can call this guy a bust. Let so, him so have I, a life. I have one question for Puffy. It's an extreme long said... shot for him to make it to the PGA Tour. Okay, Puffy, I want no your a long shot. It is an extreme long shot still. A lot of things can about... happen. Yeah. Him Puffy, winning title after title. You said the Thai kid would burn out. Yeah, burn out. It's in Charlie's genetics to burn out. Yeah, when he's 46 after several car accidents and a few affairs. <laughs> All his fault. And Don't not to mention, he burned out a lot sooner than he had to come back, right? So uh, Tiger learned I from go with the mistakes. Kid. I'm going with the Thai kid. By the, st- the way, the stuff we were saying, by the way, on uh, what did uh, Lester suggest? We have a podcast called uh, Rubber Boots After Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rubber Boots Dark. I will admit to saying highly inappropriate, uh, highly inappropriate things on uh, on text on the weekend. We're like Charlie would miss a shot, and I'd be like, "All right, enough. It's time for Tiger to find a new son." This is, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> we were having some yeah, fun. Um, okay, let's get to. How long you got, Lester? You got like. No time. I, I got some time, but look, 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 I just wanted to mention one thing. Since we're talking about the week that was, and I, I have to shout out to to my friends I play hockey with on Tuesday afternoons because uh, I had a Zegras assist. Of course, oh, we've been talking nice. about this. Oh, uh, you did mention nice. yes, yes. So I want to honestly, this, uh, you know, this really, really happened. Really happened. This really happened. So listen. So of course, I find myself behind the net, but this time. I'm a right-handed shot, and I'm on my backhand, so my back is facing the net. So I think, okay, I see a guy in front. You know, I'm not that great on the backhand, but I'm going to go ahead and flip it over the net, and uh, and hopefully this guy can bang it in. I see him; he's looking at me. I'm like, okay, I tried. So I flip it hard. I got to get this puck up because I'm not good on my backhand. But I flip it, and it goes way over the net in between the two defensemen. The guy picks it up, and the other team goes in and a breakaway and scores. That is my assist. <laughs> so he didn't bat it out of the no, air. No, no, no. no, no. I, I, turnover. I, I, I airmailed this. It was a turnover. I couldn't believe it happened when it happened. But it I also sounded more uh, instead of like a Zegers half Michigan assist. Sounded more like when you're in Pee Wee and you can't raise it, so you flick it over the net. That sounded more like what you. Did. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't God. believe it happened. Like, that's hilarious. That's it. Is now would, would beer league be canceled? Beer league canceled now. You know what? I, I, as we as we are taping, uh, I, I I understand that we're still playing, so uh, that's great. I mean, I think uh, it's not even it's not a league. It's actually just pickup. So it's the same guys. I think that's kind right. of our saving grace. Puffy, well, are your kids on hold now? Yeah, yeah, they got shut down. Uh, are they? How are they handling week. it? How are they handling? Ah, it? it's all right. I mean, it's sort of winter break, so it's not too yeah. bad. It's not the worst. Are they, still, are they still do shinny. They still do shinny. 
Gracie, uh, yeah. my queen, my queen student, already shut down till the end of February. She'll be with us, not going back. To really? Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Kingston's I bad thought... though, isn't it? Kingston was a Kingston was... major, major outbreak. Yeah, no major one can see that coming Kingston. after seeing the homecoming videos. <laughs> no kidding, eh? Well, Gracie claims that it came from a rugby, like the national rugby championships were at mm-hmm. Queens, and uh, there were some cases on the like UVic or UBC team. I'm completely. Uh, slandering the UVic or UBC no. or whatever without any knowledge whatsoever. And what did they uh, rugby, rugby is synonymous with orgies. So. <laughs> did they mingle with the, the students? I don't, at, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, look, we, my rugby we, playing days, I we're not going to dwell. <laughs> we're not going to dwell on the on the Omicron today no. um, because we we've we get it. It's all around us. Every conversation, it's everywhere on the television set. So uh, Just remember, we're going to give you an escape rugby, here. There's a position called the hooker. That's true. There is. That was my stuff. The more you know. Uh, okay, why don't we get to uh, something called uh, a new segment called, oh what is it called? Puffy's Misadventures or something? What is uh, it called? Oh. What should Puffy do? What, what should Puffy do? What yes. should what Puffy should do? Puffy, Puffy do? excitedly texts us this week and said, yeah. I have a two two questions. So this two is questions. like a high, not really a hypothetical, but more a happened. either or type segment. Or sort of what uh, should I have done or did I do anything wrong? So, and I'm going to assume you did the wrong thing both times. Mm. So you're going to. No, I think <laughs> I did the right thing both times. So is this sort of an a hole or a okay? I don't know. I mean, I just more as in, uh, I don't know, awkward's the right situation, but um, somewhat awkward situation. Well, let's make it like a game show. The winner of this segment, whoever has the best answer, $600. (laughs) (laughs) 300 for me. Uh, Okay. Well, the first one happened. I was getting um, sandwiches at a uh, place that you buy sandwiches at. And um, they don't sponsor the podcast, so we're not going to mention them. Okay, Subway. Subway. No, you probably don't. <laughs> well, want, yeah, you well, probably no, don't want to. Your first answer so, was. Oh, random. I thought this was going to be a different type of story from what you wrote. No, there's two stories. I thought <laughs> you meant one, like a subway, like underground. Oh no, 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 no. Oh. This one, no, this one is different. No so uh, I'm getting, I'm getting a. I'm no way I'd ride a subway these days. So the guy who was making my sandwich, um, this uh turned around and he was putting the bread in and when he bent over his entire ass bare ass was hanging out of his pants like oh, the entire oh. ass the whole and, ass yeah so well, like, his pants were just pants were like low hanging that, pants? like fell that like that you know like most people you maybe see a crack like you could see his entire ass so can, i'm can like this guy's my, it- making my sandwich in like literally yeah. seconds from now and yeah. And then and then uh, and then he turned around again and then he started doing something. Then he went back and turned. Now I'm like, my eyes are kind of like I'm just trying not to make any kind of eye contact with him. Mm. But I'm like, should I in that position have said something to him about like pulling up your pants? Because this thing is like sometimes when you bend over, you kind of know your pants are down a little bit. But you don't want someone to mention it. Like you just want okay. to sort of blow was it by. a young man, was, you know, that wearing like low jeans like the kids do sometimes these days? Or was it an older man with like he wasn't line? older? He definitely was younger. He was definitely younger. I don't know if it was an intentional move, but it like wasn't like even your boxers. Like this was literally bare ass. I could see. So he was it going was commando. Like, He's going I commando. I don't know. I like it was like like once I saw that, I did not. I could not make eye contact the rest of the interaction. 
I don't but think I know if, like that's a. I don't think I. I don't do. think I would have. I don't think I would have said anything unless. Yeah. Like uh, you risk, you risk, you know. Then you risk it getting worse somehow. If he's offended by the, something you've told him, you know, who knows what the what he's going to do with your special sauce or whatever on your turkey and mayo or something. It's going to be yeah, like it although it's right there, in front of you, you're right, right you there. Hide. Though, let's see, you're right yeah. there, yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. very. Uh, the sandwich did not go down well afterwards. Mm. I gotta, I gotta admit, when I saw subway pants incident, I thought it was yeah. gonna be a little more, a little oh. more electric. Than that. <laughs> so I'm waiting for the subway. It's not coming, so I decided to hoof it through the tunnel. All right. Well, now that's something. Well, I don't know if I lost track of time or what, but the next thing I knew, our train I... is bearing down on you. No, I slipped and fell in mud, ruining the very pants I was about to return. <laughs> So, uh, okay. that's my point i thought you're gonna be <laughs> yeah. pantsless on the subway well the problem is that has happened so uh okay, all right so my, i i my... think no i don't think would lester would you have said something to the pants boy you know what i you know it's funny um in my mind i want to say something to this guy um uh, and, and maybe what i would do is maybe call his manager say or if his manager is there what i'm saying listen buddy you know i don't want to say anything to your guy but uh, that's a little unsanitary no, that's way you know, more what if he was you're sewering into what a boss yeah of, you might you're way better off saying something to him yeah i suppose i so i'm just saying it's not my place to really say anything mm. to him as a customer you know, um, I would just try to say this. I'm not trying to give the guy a hard time, but, you know, here's what I'm going to do. But, but, but I, I, let's put this way. I, I, I might have not even eaten there, Papa. I would have maybe. Yeah, it might have been a walk like out, walk out thing. I'm going to like, check uh, out the quiz, uh, Quiznos three blocks down. Yes. Yeah, yes. I probably should have done it. Here's though. Here's what you do. Let him finish the sandwich. So yeah. you know that there's no shenanigans going on with the sandwich. Yeah. And then uh, you come to pay the cash and you go. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the sandwich. Just so you know, like the. Your ass is showing. So just, you know, just, I don't, I don't want to, if, if you're okay with your ass showing, that's fine with me, but you know, your ass is being shown to all the customers. So, you know, maybe you want to hike that sucker up like a little bit. Okay. Merry Christmas. Have a great day. Something like that. Mm -hmm. You know? All right. Second episode is called, what's this one called? Ooh, Quiznos naked penis. What's this yes. one about? So this one is about <laughs> long. <laughs> <laughs> No, so my my second uh, uh, problem, well, not thing that happened was um, working last week late at night, right? right. And uh, it's one of the women we were working with, uh, mm. she mentioned that she was um, going to be taking the TTC home. Oh, so so I, you know, I decided uh, after where she lived. She lived not too far from where I was going home. Oh, I, so, wait a second! I know where this is going. So you I, murdered her, and <laughs> should you have, should you have, should you have told someone? <laughs> this Did you is cut a, her up? This, Should this you have a, called us? This is a, this is a uh, we're not this doesn't this isn't going to air right? We're not, so. Oh, this is so, just a free podcast. <laughs> well, no. So uh, she she I she agreed to come uh, take the ride, and so you know, good conversation on the way to her place. And then, so when we got close to her place, <laughs> it sounds like you're recapping, like you're on what's that? What was that dating show? <laughs> Change your recapping. We had good yeah. conversation. I felt like there was a connection. No, no, it felt very platonic. It felt very platonic. But as it uh, should. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so we got close to her house, and she's like, "Okay, this is good. You can just drop me off here." Right. And you know, as as I would Sorry. understand, I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure she was reasonably safe with me but she probably you know you never know you know mm -hmm. so she so she left the car and and then i see her and we're like right downtown and kind of not a shady area but not the best area and it's you know probably around midnight 
And so she's walking down the street all, all alone. And then so I did a Yui and I'm heading home. And then and then the rest of the drive home, I spent thinking, like, if someone actually like attacks her or kidnaps her and she goes missing, then I'm going to be the prime suspect in her disappearance. 100%. Oh, yes. Because I'd be the last one. And then so I'm like, how am I going to be able to have like um a receipt, like sort of like proof that I with no involvement oh. in this. Right. So I was trying to trying so to figure you shaved out. off your fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out what I could do, and then so, so you went my, and dyed your hair. Michael, disguise. I'm in Mexico now. <laughs> no, so and I, hopefully I Lindsay Hamilton will show up soon. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen her on air for a while. No, so um. So I actually went through a couple of red lights because I was hoping for the red light cam that it would it would get me and then prove that you know that I Uh, alibi. But then I but but then I realized that I wasn't sure they had a camera on the red light cams on right. So then I was like, maybe it looked like I was speeding away from the situation. It would make me look even more guilty. And I was very panicked about this the whole time. And while right. you panic, wow. you hit a pedestrian. <laughs> I, I might have <laughs> killed making matters worse. <laughs> is that is that a completely normal? Because like, if I'm like walking down the street late at night and there's a woman in front of me, I'll like purposely cross the street to the other side so that well, she, she doesn't, doesn't sodomize you. So yeah, she, <laughs> no, she doesn't feel uncomfortable. <laughs> or, or wow, in case in case someone does attack her. I'm not close enough to be like thought of as being a waiter or something. Right, I get killed right. too. So right. like, do you guys, do you, do you guys also like, do you think about stuff like this or was I completely being like, well, well, first of all, maybe the first thing you should think of in the situation is, Oh, that would be so horrible that she got attacked or died. <laughs> not for that sure. I would be the private. <laughs> for sure. But, but I, I have been watching a lot of these murder murder shows. Yes. And so yeah. I was thinking about that. I would like if the cops actually came circling around on this, you would be, you would, I would be have either. a hard time proving myself. innocent. Oh, yeah. Even though well, I was you completely would, innocent, DNA yeah. maybe there would, would be DNA. You get off in the DNA, maybe, maybe, maybe. But uh, it's maybe. an interesting, it's an interesting scenario. Uh, I thought what you were going to say was that you circled around to follow her to make sure no. she got in, uh, got in the apartment, okay? Which would have <laughs> but, again been the the noble thing to do, yeah. but in this day well, and age, would it would have creeped her out terribly. Right? That's the thing. So I did circle it's back lose, to lose. see that she was going down the street, but then I thought, yeah, that would make it even look worse if I followed her home because maybe she didn't want me to know where she lived in case I was the actual killer. <laughs> so I I had a very similar thing happen to me. Uh, slightly different circumstance and this was probably 10 years ago i was leaving a grocery store and there was an old lady waiting to cross the sidewalk at the exit so i stopped so she could cross but instead she came up to my window and this old italian lady went can you drive me home Mm -hmm. and she had all these groceries and kind of odd request but i'm like yeah sure whatever so she piles into the back with all her groceries so i'm literally like a taxi driver at this point and she starts giving me directions on where to go and then we get to like some random corner and she's like, okay, you can just drop me off here. And I was kind of like, well, I can bring you home. Like she has all these groceries and stuff. And she was very adamant that she didn't want me, I guess, to see where she lived. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was just odd for me. Ooh. She had no problem getting in the car with me, using <laughs> yeah. me for a ride, but then treating yeah. me like some sort of pervert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to follow her into her house. Yeah. Like, That's weird. So yeah, it was an odd one, but whatever. 
Yeah, that's no, that's an interesting situation, Puffy. Uh, I think you know what the the conclusion to be reached is: just don't offer colleagues drive home. Yeah, or old ladies with groceries, right? It's yeah, just, but I felt it's like just uh, unfortunate. she was still in a better situation because I got her closer to to where she was going. Yeah, but that's not what the detectives would have thought. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, if you know that mayor of Eastland, she would have she would have put the evidence they, on you. They, like nothing. they could have pinned it on me, and I oh, wouldn't yeah. have been no able problem. to figure my way out of it. <laughs> no, because uh, under under like, like by the fourth hour of the interrogation, yeah. the detective, I mean, you would have just would, copped to the whole thing. I would have said, yeah, "All right, I, I, I want to go home. Will, will this help me go home? Will this help me go home?" <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah, sir, you'll be going home. <laughs> Sign. Here. Sorry, Lester. What were you going to say? No, I was just, just going to say that, unfortunately, this, this whole thing, it just speaks to where we are in society right now. Like, you know, 20 years ago, it would have been no problem to drive somebody home. And, you know, you never have to think of anything. You do the right thing. But because there's so much crime, so much desperation, so many people doing weird things. And then the Internet and all that stuff. Yeah, you, you think differently, which is to be fair, but, though, I think those things, unfortunately, were still happening 20 years, 20 years ago. Oh, 100 percent. But it's just way more prevalent. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it would have been so. amazing for the podcast, though, because we could have just oh, turned this into a true 10. crime, a true crime podcast. And we would have had the true. inside. You would have had to give us the exclusives and all that. And then we could have while you were in jail, we could have pondered your guilt or innocence <laughs> and all that the whole time. Well, did Puffy really do it? Well, maybe he did do it. <laughs> we just agree very quickly. I wow. <laughs> um, well, I think that's a great new segment, Puffy. Let's get yourself in more uncomfortable that's situations it. all you can. I'll try okay. my best in the new year. Uh, I also so, came uh, up, uh, about the money. What? Who won? Who won that segment? Uh, oh, yeah. The, right. the $600. It goes to the I victim's thought, family. Well, I thought uh, <laughs> whoever he drove home. Can we say it out loud and then beep it out who it was? No. <laughs> that in itself is pretty incriminating <laughs> i don't know what's happened since would ton you be okay with you just driving a, a random poly home that's also <laughs> probably also up for discussion <laughs> Who would you rather have to answer to? The cops or Daniel? The, oh, the, yeah. the other question. The other question I have. Who would I do better in the interrogation against? Or she, she'd break you in a minute. She'd break you in thirty seconds. Yeah, John. The other part was the fact that you had to evaluate the conversation as platonic, like halfway through. And what if it wasn't? Oh, it would. Would be, of course, it would be. You're happily married, man. It just makes exactly. you laugh. Um, okay, uh, let's get to. Uh, I came up with a, I think we just kind of came up with a hypothetical in the middle of texting this week. Puffy's hypotheticals, who really gives a crap? All the ladies want to hear is the Rod Smith recap. Blah, 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 blah. Roddy is the best, the best. So I, I, John Daly, uh, because John Daly won the tournament on Sunday, this old video showed up of John Daly at a charity event, uh, hitting a tee shot out of a, uh, I believe it was a, a waitress's, like a Hooters waitress or something's, uh, they put the tee in her mouth. She lay on the ground and he, and he swung as hard as he could oh, God. at the ball and, and hit 300. He probably does this all the time. It's probably a John Daly trick. And I asked Stoff for how much. Like for 10K, would you allow Nicole to do that? Uh, with, with John, John with, Daly? But, 
No, but Puffy, Puffy, said, Puffy yeah. was the one driving. Oh, God. And, no. uh, and then I raised it to 100K, but Puffy has to have nine beers before. Ooh. And he has to wow. swing as hard, as hard as he can. Six beers, six beers, and I probably hit it better. Why? Well, no, he's one of those long Texas tees. But I'd probably start laughing just before it, and then I would smash your face. Okay, Puffy, now it's me. Me on, because I'm a bit of a lightweight, me on four beers, and Tanya has the tea in her mouth. Would you allow it? How much? would? What would be your price? You know I'm pretty Uh, good with that tailor-made driver. Probably like (laughs) $750,000. Was that Tanya in the background reacting to that? (laughs) (laughs) They are. They're telling They're giving me the rap. Lester has to run the network. We, we got well, a few more. Hold on. Hey, it's the I, last I, episode I, of the season. I do have a version of this hypothetical for you, Jimmy. Okay. How much money? It's Brooksy that's on the ground, and the person taking the swing is Tiger Woods. Ooh. However, what? it is the Ooh. version of Tiger that is unsure what coast he is on. Oh. <laughs> it's Tiger on the Mets. I still I have faith in Tiger. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Poor Brooksy. Wow. Brooksy. What's the price? What's the, what's on the line here? I think Brooksy would Millie. want me to do it. For a milli, yeah. Brooksy would want yeah. me to do it. Five new bags. All right. Things I saw on Twitter. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as a sad on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. Alrighty. Uh, so last week, uh, Jimmy mentioned this creepy uh, Jeopardy guy. In common law, the age of this signaling adulthood is presumed to be 14 in boys and 12 in girls. Tom, what is the age of consent? Yeah. Um, he was wrong. Uh, he was obviously attacked on social media, probably called a bunch of things that he wasn't, but he's very defensive about it. And he thinks that people took it too far, like that people took it, I guess, out of context in some way, which they didn't. He actually tried to answer the question. Yeah. And to me, the funny thing was, like he said, uh, I can't believe how fast it exploded. It was just the wrong answer to a poorly worded question. Mm. So he's Ooh, blaming Trebek. The- yeah, wow. going after Sorry, show. Uh, to me, maybe if he was said he misheard the question, it'd be a little more believable. Like I, I, I'm going to say, look at first of all, Jeopardy contestants are usually like way smarter than us. We're the opposite of Jeopardy contestants. Brooksy and I have been watching a lot of Jeopardy now. College Jeopardy. Uh, as the only person I believe on the podcast who's been on a uh, two more minutes, two more minutes, Tanya. Two more minutes. Uh, to say two, two more minutes. minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're really giving it to you. Holy smokes! We should let him go. We should let him go. We'll let him go. Puffy, I have yes. a, you, had a, you had a great season. Thanks, um, Merry Christmas to you. All right, buddy. Uh, we'll talk, you to, you we'll talk to you during the World Juniors. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to come back next week, Puffy, for our. Our bonus episode. I will be uh, back for that. Our one. bonus what you watching episode. That will right? be nice. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to hang up and listen. Okay. Say, 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 say hi to the family. <laughs> We've lost Christmas, boys. Lester's probably all the best, you guys. Yeah, Why don't you boys, everybody log off and I'll just keep talking myself? <laughs> I'll, do, I'll just do Jimmy's summer adventures all by himself. Uh, Lester's got to go oh, back to go. work. But I was going to say, I was on a game show. Uh, we talked about it, I think, mm-hmm. in the early seasons, uh, the new chain, new chain reaction. And you do panic on a game show. And when, when you see the age of, which is the way they worded the question, I 
I could see myself blurting out consent without thinking of the ramifications, just having nothing else in my mind, perhaps. But why buzz saying, in? I, I do feel for that guy. Well, because you buzz in, you're anxious. You want to win the Jeopardy, right? You want to win the Jeopardy. Listen, it, 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 I mean, I'm a big family feud guy, so I've seen it many times where somebody buzzes in and they have a completely inappropriate answer. Oh, okay, they, but they that, just waited a little longer. Hold on, hold on. We're talking two different games here. That's the point of family feud. Yeah, they cast. You, you're trying to pass. Yeah. yeah, I understand. I understand it's, that. It's, it's, it's no, entertainment no, no. based more. It's also the questions aren't factual. They're they're surveys. No, but hold on a second. It, it, the same thing, though, at the end of the day, in Jeopardy, you're still trying to buzz in before somebody else, right? Correct. Correct. So you, that's what you're, it is for me. It's more on you to actually have the right answer. It, yeah. You, you lose, you don't be, you lose money when you get it wrong? Yes. Yes, you do. So there you, you do. go. But I'm still saying, yeah. depending on the context of the, of the game and the whether fast Jeopardy, rapid Jeopardy, whatever, you know, you got to be first, you know? That's the thing. You yeah. got to secure your, your, your answers. You know what I mean? So, But also, so to Lester's point... The, the champion right now is like the fourth biggest winner ever. She's at like 600 grand. And so the pressure on the other two contestants to, to buzz in quick to try to beat her, they like, they're desperate already. Right. So you got it. Absolutely. Stupid. Uh, what else you got? What else you got there stuff? Uh, we have mayoral MMA. <clears throat> I did watch uh, this. I watched your link. I clicked on the link stuff. I prepared for this podcast. Incredible. <laughs> uh, so so listen, uh, Jerry player. Don't say we're not organized, Jerry Player, guy who said it was the worst run podcast out there, but he loves it. We love you for that, Jerry, but I prepared for this. Look, I got the papers right in my hand. Uh, so basically, I think, was this in Brazil? I actually did not write. Yeah, Brazilian mayors, two Brazilian mayors, basically, or a mayor fought his political rival in a three-round MMA match. I like uh, this. Almost lasted 15 minutes. He beat him uh, after an onslaught of roundhouse punches to the head. So it's like basically wow. politicians taking it to the octagon. I like Who it. Who we want to see John Tory against. Wow. Don't localize it to Toronto, okay? It could be uh, well, Ottawa could, mayor. So we'll have a fight in Edmonton mayor or something. Jim Watson. You know what? You know, you know, like, you know what I'd like to see go? And they're on the same the same party, but I think it would be a good fight. As, as uh, Jason Kenney and our premier, uh, Doug Ford. I think that would be a good fight. Mm. <laughs> I think they're too much aligned. Are they not here? So would you like well, to see? Well, they're aligned, like, but 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 I would suggest to you that each one would probably be interested in being the uh, pr the uh, federal leader. So maybe there's something to fight about there. What about uh, Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell oh. against uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi? Ooh. Ooh. I think Pelosi would destroy him. Yes. So do I. Uh, anyway, I kind of like. He looks like he's already dead. Anyway. Trudeau boxed somebody a few years ago, right? When he was still an MP. That was a while, yeah. It was yeah, in his stripper he, days. Was it, a li was it a rival MP? What do you mean a stripper day? He was a stripper? Yeah, the that, prime, that prime the, minister was a stripper? The, when he was running for prime minister, he, he I was know, a there stripper? was some sort of... I'll look it up. He wasn't a stripper. It was part of some sort of fundraising thing he was doing. And... Oh. That would have yeah, been a scandal if he was a stripper. Like if he went to the old Bear Facts in Ottawa and they were playing pour some sugar on me and it was jt just working the pole now there's a story justin trudeau stripped these footage so he did a strip tease as part of something okay i don't want to see that he stripped these for charity that's what it was he's a good looking man but i don't want to see him strip but i'm okay with brazilian mares boxing thumbs up on that one oh my gosh and i i enjoyed this uh stuff uh Remember when the internet almost didn't make it? It was a clip from the Daily News from the year 2000. 
And what did the headline say, stuff? Internet may just be a passing fad as millions give up on it. Uh, so, yeah, this is from the <laughs> Daily Mail, and they basically say that teenagers have tried the internet out. They were excited at first. Don't like it. Didn't take. A bunch <laughs> of people in the UK, as many as 2 million people who've tried the internet have already abandoned it. Uh, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Failure. And they were right. <laughs> Sorry. They say that email, far from replacing other forms of communication, <laughs> is adding wow. to an overload of information. So, Well, I mean, they were right about that. Jeez. Um, I'll say this. Um, I remember back in 1995 when I first joined TSN. And at that point, uh, the executives, I uh, remember Jeffrey Elliott, particularly, uh, in particular, uh, former uh, TSN uh, director of programming, but uh, they had to convince uh, the, upper, the upper echelon that we should launch a website because they thought that the internet was a fad. So I'll tell I you, uh, through it. I'll tell you a funny story with that. When I started working at TSN, I'm, uh, as you guys might be aware, not exactly technically sound. And uh, about, I would say, a year, a year into my tenure at TSN, I was sitting at the desk one day and whoever was sitting next to me, uh, maybe it was like Dutchie or something doing the sports center, the sports desk back then. I'm looking over the screen and he's got all this, these, these things up on his, on his screen. I'm like, what the hell is that? He's like, that's my email. I'm like, email, what the hell is that? And he goes, that little box in the corner of your screen, that little envelope thing, you click on that. I, I never, I'd, I'd been there a year and I click on it and there's like emails, emails. And this is before spam, like from old friends, like, Hey, I see you're on TSN now. From like a year back. I'm like, Oh geez, this is a whole new world. You mean 20, I can write to people? And 25 wow. years later, little has changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I'm, I'm basically exactly the same. Are you okay? Still Lester? I'm worried about you. Then the network. I'm good, man. I'm good. Okay. We're almost roll, done. Roll, almost roll. done. We're almost uh, done. We're on. Oh to yeah. We have mail. to get to listener mail. Listener mail. Listener mail. Thank you for listening. And this listener mail portion is also a rubber, rubber boot. boots. Re-breaking news. <laughs> I like, <laughs> oh, I like where you're right. headed. Brought, this brought breaking news because clearly we don't, we don't really know anything about the moon, it turns out. Okay, hold on. Can I just, can I get a little sure. hair? Can we, can, clarify we, first? can we just open with John Pinkerton's statement? Yes, go ahead, go ahead. John Pinkerton writes in, I'm still staggered that anyone would think that the moon reflects off the sun into the daytime sky. I always look into the fire to check my hair. Mirrors are bull. <laughs> well, look, a couple of things, John Pinkerton. Can I address you personally here on the YouTube? Uh, you're right. We're idiots. But we, I make no secret out of that that I, I with a Weird. Well, Stoff pretends to be a little smart sometimes, and Lester once in a while, but, you know, Puffy and I just declare that we're idiots. But here's the thing. I may have worded it poorly. I didn't I didn't mean to say that the moon reflected off the sun. That wouldn't be right. What I meant to say was somehow, which I didn't really think out, because, again, this came to me from a smart person who I can't remember now, so I can't challenge him anymore. But I believe it was a smart person on the golf course who told me the moon is just a, that's a reflection. The moon's really somewhere over there somewhere. But what, what I meant was that the light reflect, like the light shining off the other moon, you know, reflecting off the ocean or something, <laughs> put the moon in the other sky. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's what this guy convinced me of. Now, you, you, 
if you take me back to that moment on the golf course, I'm like, really? Are you sure that's not the moon? He's like, no, no, it reflects off the ocean and the sun and all this stuff. So I didn't really think anything reflected off the sun. So John Pickerton, even though I worded it that way, but well, here's the deal. The sun I reflects did, off the moon. Apparently, yes, truth. The Apparently, the uh, it is the moon that you look in the sky. It is the real moon, apparently. Apparently, because the moon is the closest uh, star to the Earth. And thus, uh, that it would make sense that the moon is actually... Moon's actually the moon's the star. Okay, object, planet, whatever you want to call it. Rock, rock, third rock from the oh sun. Moon is the first rock from the Earth, right? Yes, yes. Hey. So, the lunar soil uh, is something called lunar soil. Uh, it's very bright, I guess, and it prevents uh, something called limb darkening. So the soil of the moon reflects more light back towards the sun than in other directions. Thus, the center of the moon appears just as luminous as its outer edges, explaining why the moon you can see so fully during the day. Moon, the soil of the moon reflecting light off the sun. So in yeah. some ways I was correct. I just worded it oddly. No, but we've always, the reason you can see the moon at any time is because it's reflecting the sun. Reflecting the sun, which is basically what I said. I didn't say the, the sun was a mirror. I kind of said you, that there was a reflection from somewhere that else. It was a projection. It was a sun, a projection from the sun mm. off, off the ocean, bouncing mm. back into the sky. It made a lot of sense. I still well, think it John does. John Pinkerton, does that answer satisfy you? Right. John, I just thank you for listening. You know, the truth is we've never wanted to admit this, but we we dumb ourselves down for the comedy. We're actually we have like hour hours of meetings to say, how can we make ourselves mm. look stupider for the sake of comedy? It's the same premise that why Family Guy was so successful. Because Peter's well, so dumb or Homer Simpson. I'm that kind of character. I think of, uh, I mean, there's three of us here, and I think of the legendary, legendary band, the police, because the police had a lot of talent, but they hid their ability because they wanted to come off as punk musicians, and yeah, they I became always, very successful. I always wondered this about that? the police. Uh, Man, is please. Sting, their lead singer, named Sting because of, like, a police thing? No, um, he is renamed Sting because it goes back to his days before he was in the band. He used to wear this young, this uh, yellow and uh, and the black sweater, oh, and like it looked a like a bumblebee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a bee. So that's why they started calling him Sting, and it stuck. So the police thing is just a happy accident. True. Police. I don't know why. I don't know why. It, by the way, it's Stewart's band. Like nobody, a lot of people think it's Sting's band. No, Stuart Copeland started that band. He hired Sting, mm -hmm. and then together they found uh, Annie Sumner. You think he got bitter? Any summer, you know, just like the oh, way you are, at, the way you are at Elton Ron. Well, I'm very, I'm very bitter. He was very bitter. You know, I mean, basically, Sting broke that band up. He wrote, wrote all the songs, and then by the time they got to 1983, it was like, okay, Sting was done. I'm moving on, and he, well, we'll hold on a second. But the two of them really had no choice. Hmm. So, hmm. well, very interesting. That brings me as a segue to my show and tell item for the day. Uh, I was digging through trying to find some photos the other day through an old box in the basement. And I found the uh, a cassette tape that is hauling ass the early oh, years. Oh, yes. 
Yes. So got a I now, I now need to find a device that will play this cassette tape in order to share with the Rubber Boots podcast brought to you by wow. BetSafe.net followers. Uh, Lester, do you have in your possession any sort of, uh, as the kids used to call it, ghetto blaster? I have a ghetto blaster. I have a Walkman as well. Uh, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I can you can you much. you can digitize so uh yep I can. When, yeah. so when, when covid's over in 2027 i'll come by and we'll digitize <laughs> this and then we'll make a song out of it all right yeah that sounds great lester's got to go run the network uh we're going to be back with a special episode uh next week which we can't wait for it's so going to be a special episode of uh, what you watch it which may include references made on this show so here john pickerton you think we're dumb we're able to predict project things into the future we're going to make we make jokes this week that happen next week on the podcast so take that john pickerton take that and you're reflecting yeah. son and speaking of our listeners congratulations to matthew congratulations to andrew Barron. they won some awesome hockey tickets over the weekend went and enjoyed and watched uh, team calgary win the kipling showcase so awesome congrats to calgary bet safe for hooking up the tickets yeah awesome and uh thank you for sticking with us all year long folks I know it's. Uh, it hasn't been not, easy. <laughs> it hasn't been easy. These are not the best of times right now. I hope you find some time to at least spend uh, time with loved ones over the holidays. And uh, hopefully, the World Juniors, if you're listening to this right now, hopefully, I'm already on my way to Edmonton and we'll pull that sucker off. I'm not sure how, but hopefully, we will and uh, bring us some, uh, some good hockey over the holidays. So, uh, you guys, love you dearly. Have a great Christmas. You too, buddy. We'll talk to you. Thanks hey, for everything you guys. Me. Thanks for everything you guys do. Screw Puffy. Thank you. Couldn't stick around for the loving, loving shenanigans at the end. He had to wrap it up. Danny, we got to go. We got to go do some. We have been up, honey. Happy holidays here from the Rubber Boots Podcast. And there's a little bonus content for the end of the pod. Uh, Lester has another Christmas song. I'd like you to introduce it. Thank you very much, Jimmy. Uh, listen, it's, uh, this song is called Angels. It's basically, it was written, uh, I had a, a number of deaths in my family, unfortunately, at the time when I wrote this song. But it's just basically about the fact that uh, even though we're here at Christmas time, we still have angels looking down upon us. And uh, I wanted to attach to this pod today and dedicate it to our, our, our dearly uh, be- departed uh, colleagues from TSN, Tony Darchi and Schulte. So it's for them. Can't wait to hear it. Thanks, buddy. It's that time again. Haul up the box of decorations. Gift wrap and bows. Are you going to keep your cool? Or are you going to shop, 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 shop until you drop? Go to town like a big shot. As much as I like the presents, I much prefer the presence of my family, family and friends. Almost are here, some are there, and some have moved on. And it's sad, so sad, but I know that this year. My loved ones are near And I know There are angels watching on Angels looking on This Christmas And every day Sending all Their love And glad tidings To everyone
There are angels watching on Angels watching on Angels cheering us on This Christmas and every day Spreading on Their love And God's blessings to everyone There are angels watching on Angels looking on This Christmas and every day Sending all their love and glad tidings to everyone. There are angels watching on, watching on and on angels cheering us on, on yeah. this Christmas and every day. Don't you know they're watching you? Spreading all their love and God's blessings to Christmas time, you know what I mean for you, baby. There are angels watching on. 